Hey, welcome to Kevin Elworth Unplugged, where we talk about life, leadership, and all the things in between. I'm excited to be able to talk to you today as we press into 2024 and what this year is going to become for you and the things that you do and who you are and the things that you're about. I am getting ready right now uh, to meet with my Entrepreneurs Network for the first time this year, and I am prepped to tell them that this is going to become the most formative, blessed, most productive honestly, the most profitable year of each of their lives. But it will be that way because they decided that, they chose that. And I can't encourage you enough in that. It will be be, be what you decide and what you, um, what you seek to accomplish, what you believe about yourself. And that kind of leads me to the topic that I want to bring up today. I, I was struck last week as I, you know, as I've started my new path towards uh, I don't know, productivity, accomplishment, all those things, whatever whatever it is um, that you want to call it. I talked to you just recently about what my focus on the year was. I'm choosing the idea of intentional health. And so I'm trying to be very conscientious about what I'm doing with my body, what I'm putting in my body, what I'm expecting of my body. I kind of enhanced my startup routine, which I've told you previously is the the most powerful. And honestly, it's the pinnacle deciding factor on the accomplishment of your life is how you start your day. I have a pretty ritualistic startup process that I go through. I don't always do it step by step and you know piece by piece, but I need to. And I am thoroughly convinced that the way you start your day defines exactly what you're going to get out of your day and ultimately what you're going to get out of your life. I mean, we can understand at this point that a lifetime is just a string of daily decisions that you pull together. So if you want a successful lifetime, you're going to start having successful days and you're going to have to start having successful moments. And it all starts with how you get out of bed in the morning or how you wake up. I was actually really excited the other day. I think it was yesterday. My body woke up at 4.24 a.m. Why is that significant? Because my alarm was set to go off at 4.25. And it kind of made an impact on me to think that my body is already adopted or adapted to the mentality that, hey, this is what we do. And this is how we do this. And I've been working out in a way that I never have before, or it's been a long, long time. And um, I've got that like muscle fatigue or muscle pain muscle ache back again that is characteristic of body movement and body strain that you haven't that I haven't done in a long time and and so what do we do we just use excuses that you know I don't have time for this and I don't like that and I and I don't I don't need that whatever but you know to be in to be in the peak performance that you need to be you have to put yourself through some pain and so for me to choose intentional health as we go through this year includes that and so as I was working out last week, this thought hit me and I felt like it was the perfect way for us to start the year through this leadership podcast. And it was the idea. It's a biblical passage, but um, the, it's, it's a verse that says, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. And I really wanted to just center on that idea, faith comes by hearing. So faith can be also attributed to or ascribed to belief. Your faith is your belief. What you believe comes through what you hear. And this really struck me because as I was sitting there, I was doing whatever exercise I do. And so typically I'm working out with someone else, but there are moments that I'm working out by myself. 
and it's inevitable that my mind is going to go crazy. Have you ever recognized that your mind, you come up with some of the best ideas in like one of three places while you're sleeping, you wake up and you're like, oh man, I just had the amazingest idea. And inevitably, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, I'm going to remember that in the morning. And then you wake up and you're like, what was that idea? I have no idea what that idea was. No, you got to be able to have discipline enough to be able to write that idea down. The second place that I get great ideas is in the shower. In fact, I woke up this, or as I was taking a shower this morning, um, I had this incredible idea for, for something. And I, I literally told my wife later on, um, I said, we have got to put like a whiteboard in the shower or something to be able to write this stuff down. Uh, I actually put a legal pad in my, in our closet that's right outside the shower so that I could, I could, you know, jump out, dry off real quick and then write down these ideas as they begin coming to me. So that's the second place. The third place I get ideas is when I'm working out. It's like when I'm not like specifically working on something, it's when these things start flowing in my direction. And so I was working out and I had this idea that belief comes by hearing. And it led me to this thought that I wanted to share with you. The voices that you listen to will decide the direction that your life will take. It becomes the narrative by which you define your very existence and the outcomes of your life and the things that you choose to attempt, all from the voices that you listen to. I want to I just kind of ask you today, obviously, this is not a dialogue. We can't talk back and forth. But I want to talk to you today about, or I want to ask you today about what are the voices that you are inviting to come into your life? I think we do this on kind of, uh, we either do it on a conscientious level and we are very intentional about it, or we do it on a subconscious level and we don't know we are intentional about it. Um, but a lot of times we just listen to nonsense, right? We don't, there's nothing positive or specific about what we're listening to. We're listening to you know, we're listening to music that moves us or speaks to us or whatever. And those things are, those are important too. Um, there's just kind of idle noise in the background or to some people, I'm not seeing this a, a lot anymore, but maybe it's because I'm no, I'm no longer in that zone. But the media, we listen to the media a lot and we listen to things that people are, are speaking and screaming to. And it's amazing to me how that media has had to shift over the time because in one day it was just all about te television and broadcast. And now as, as the world moves away from a broadcast system, it's now like, you know, streaming and stuff like that. And obviously that's still going to be a thing, but they're having to amend and adapt how they get their voice to you, what you are listening to. And, and I think we can also understand that, you know, I'm not specifically talking today about reading. I'm not talking about those. I'm literally talking about what you're hearing with your ears. Um, I need to, I wanted to just speak to this. Actually, I, I guess we are going to talk about reading a little bit because my first point is reading. Um, <clears throat> I want to just connect you with some of the primary sources of input into your life. And, and I want to just ask you, what are they? What are the primary sources of input into your life? Because they are there and they define and begin to affect the things that you believe. And then that actually pours into the decisions that you make. And so I came up with a list um, and, and I have each of these in my life and I'm sure that there are m others that I don't, that I'm missing from this list. And so I'd be curious to, you know, I'd be curious to hear from you, maybe comment or send me a message back, comment below, you know, what are, who are the voices or what are the voices that, that you ascribe to or that you uh, give 
give credibility to. That's what you're doing by listening to them. You're giving them credibility to inspire you and to encourage you and to insist in your in your life and the development thereof. The first one I came up with, you know, because of my pastor heart, my pastor background is the word of God, the spirit of God. The word of God is what we read. The spirit of God is who we listen to. And, and, and we know or that, you know, depending on who you are, that the spirit of God is kind of described to us as a soft, subtle voice. And, and I've heard this so many times before, and, and it, it is an inclination. You hear people like um, Napoleon Hill writes about it, and he, and he writes about the idea that, you know, you get these impressions or impulses or something along those lines. That, that's the spirit of God nudging you and moving you and encouraging you forward. We have to be able to be in tune to that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've never, I don't think I've told anyone this before, but it's so small. Why would I bring it up? But there was one morning a couple couple weeks back, you know, I'm going through my morning routine. It's intriguing to me because most of the time, by the time my family gets up and out of bed, I've been awake for half a day already. And, uh, you know, they have, they kind of have a slow morning routine and I have a very early morning routine and I'm pretty aggressive about things. But I get, I, in this routine that I'm going through, you know, I go to the gym and I come home and I'm drinking coffee and I'm, I'm usually laying on the floor somewhere and I'm journaling and I'm praying and I'm, you know, in, investigating my own my introspective and I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing a book right now. So I'm taking some time to write some, some things down and those kind of things. And inevitably at some point along the way, I go wake the dogs up. And so I get the dogs out and I take them out to go to the bathroom and those kind of things. And I distinctly remember this moment where I had let the dogs out and then I had brought them back in and I started walking away and I heard the voice of God. Now, this wasn't an audible thing. It was just this impression on my heart that said, go back. The door's not shut. And I was like, innocent, this, that you're just like, oh, just, I'm just all up in my head. There's those moments. But I was like, you know, no, I'm going to go check. And I, sure enough, I turned around, I walked back to the door and the door was open. And, and it, it wasn't it wasn't like open open it was just not shut all the way and so what can happen in those moments the you know a breeze can blow that door open and then now we live on you know we live on 23 acres of land here and then you know we have a state game ground right across the the the, the road from us there's hundreds of empty acres around us and at any moment our our dogs could just be gone they would they are the kind of dogs that don't come when you call they just leave when they want and and so, you know, we have to do a very conscientious job of protecting them and keeping them close by. And there's like all these predators that are around us and most of most namely of which is like owls and falcons and all this stuff. And and uh, I sense the voice of God say to me, go close the door. And we have to learn how to listen to those voices. And, and you have to be kind of in tune to that. I know that's facetious and small level, but think about where that could go if you would learn to be attentive and listen to that voice over time. That comes through experience. That comes through tuning your ears to listen, be conscientious about hearing this, being specific and innate about this is a thing and I need to, I need to see it and know it and understand. Have you ever been in a specific moment, just kind of like what I just described there, and you just knew I've got to go do this. I've got to go talk to this person or I've got to go, or I've got to not do something. That is the spirit movement in your life. And you should, you would do well to be able to listen to those things and converse back to him. What What do you think about, what should I do about this? And then be specifically um, intentional about listening for what he has to say and what you have to do. So that's the first one that I came up with. The second one is, you know, pastor, spiritual leader. You should be listening to those people. They have, they have good things to say. Um, 
they have some, you know, if I can't say that every pastor is like this, but um, they have your best interest at heart. At least I did for the congregation that was under me. I had their best interest in mind and I wanted to encourage them to do uh, what I, what I felt the word of God was speaking to me. And so that became my prerogative is I want to be a credible voice for them to listen to in the position that I'm at now. I'm a coach. And so I'm a coach or mentor or whatever counselor. You should listen to these people, find one that you can understand and that, you, that associates with you and that you can identify with and listen to them. The, the point here is, is two things. It's your conscientious ability to listen. I, I've met so many people before that don't listen. They just talk and they just ramble on and on and on and on and on about stuff. And I'm fine with that. I mean, um, it is what it is. I, I have determined in my life that I'm going to be a listener. I'm going to hear what people have to say. I'm going to respond to it. I'm going to, I'm going to listen. I'm not going to be the one that's just talking in the room. Um, so if there is somebody that's going to do that, I'm going to let them talk. But life change comes through listening. So listen, listen to these people, ask questions. There's another one, one that I'm very, very hip on right now. And it's just these voices of old. I spend a lot of time just listening on YouTube, listening to some of these people. And there's some, some, some people have done a very great uh, effort to capture some of these voices of old, you know, going back to video content that is way old black and white kind of stuff and cassette tapes from back in the day or eight track tape tapes or whatever cds back in the day you know and it's amazing to me now that we have these podcast things that are just there all the time but do you the the, the original form of podcast was a big old packet of cassette tapes that you'd get in the mail and that you would listen to and um i remember some of those being scattered around my house when i was growing up as a kid but some of the voices of old uh, and some people that I would just really say that you can trust these voices. Um, if you were to look up some of these people, maybe you've never heard from them before, or maybe you have, but Jim Rohn is a great one that I, I tend to like, I can understand his voice. I can understand what he has to say. I've already mentioned uh, Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill. Um, you know, if you, as you see him, there is some video was just becoming a thing when he was an older man, so the video content I've seen from him is really archaic and old, but he is not the person that I would have thought he would have been. Um, but Earl Nightingale uh, would be another one that is a, a great voice that you should listen to. He's got a great language that you could really ascribe to, and he's got he's got words that that will change you. Um, Doctor Joseph Murphy is one that I've listened to a lot, and uh, he's got some great things to have to say. Don Proctor. Um, great voice, not, not too old. Um, I believe that he has passed away now, but a great voice there. And then obviously, you know, obviously I can't do this without mentioning John Maxwell. John Maxwell has a very trustable voice that, that would, his life's mission is to speak value into your life. And you can't go wrong listening to John Maxwell. Uh, if you are privileged enough to be in his audience, uh, you will, it will be life changing to you. I guarantee it. Um, I've never been in a conversation where John Maxwell was leading that I didn't walk away impressioned and val and value, you know, the value of my life had increased because of something that he said. In fact, uh, the first time I heard him actually speak live in person was last year, just a year ago. Um, and one of the first things that I heard him say on this stage was success is found on the other side of yes. 
And that just almost took my breath away. Because as you begin to sink into a voice like that and a, and a language or a message with that much power, I, I was just captivated. Um, why? Because of the story of my life. My life has been strung together with looking for reasons to say no. And now here I have someone saying to me that the success that you're looking for is found on the other side of yes. Now my operative language becomes, how, help me figure out a way that I can say yes to this. Whether it's, you know, there's a lack of in my life, there's a lack of financial resources, there's a lack of time, there's a lack of ability, there's a lack of desire, there's a lack of something. But I perceive that something good can come from that. So my question becomes, or my statement becomes, how do I say yes to it? Help me figure out the right way to say yes to it. And there has been some monumental things that I've accomplished in my life because I just determined this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. All the things point in that direction. So what do I need to do to say yes? What are the barriers standing in my, in my way? And you know, one of the reasons why or one of the quantifying characteristics that I um, put in front of people before I agree to work with them is that mentality. Can they say yes? Can they say yes to themselves? I'm not talking about saying yes to like, you know, they have to say yes to an offer. Sure. But there's so many other things that they have to go through. Yes is a mindset. And the mindset that you have is dependent and determined by the voices that you listen to, which is powerful. The last one that I want to bring up is really the shower idea I had as I came up with this. The most powerful voice in your life. Do you know what this is? It's yours. Yours is the most powerful, most influential voice in your life is your own. It does not matter what someone else says. You will listen to you before you will listen to anyone else. And the only way that you will change is when you are convinced of what you've heard and you tell yourself, this is what we're going to do, or this is what I'm going to do, or this is what whatever. There is a power at play inside of who you are in your mind that is, it's like a struggle, you know, the good and the bad, the the positive and the negative, the whatever it is. And inevitably, with every decision, with everything that you're up against, one of those voices wins. The, the way to the greatest success in your life is by saying yes to the one, the voice in your life that is going to drive you and direct you to the success that you want. And you have to start saying yes to that. This morning, my wife and I were talking about some things that she is aspiring to do. And we just kind of mutually agreed that to get where we want to go, you have to be okay with the nauseating tension that stirs inside of your stomach quite frequently. I'm also pretty convinced right now that um, the reason why the better part of humanity does not experience great levels of success is because they cannot handle that trauma, the traumatic tension of that uncomfortability. We strive for comfort. And really, the, the way that you're going to get where you want to go is by being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Just make it normal. Make it normal that every day there's going to be a little bit of tension. Every day there's going to be a little bit of something that you can't quite figure out. There's going to be a problem that you can't quite resolve. And ultimately, 
This is you building on all those other voices that have spoken to your life, the ones that you've invited in, the ones that you have read through, the ones that you have listened to, the, the voices that have encouraged you and inspired you, the places that you have run to and you've sought salt, you have sought solace and encouragement when you were uncomfortable and uh, freaking out a little bit. And, and you got just a word of encouragement, a word of belief. Someone sewed into you and, and you were able to go on just one step further, just one more day. You know, every day I try to wake up with a, a positive determination about my spirit that says I can do this for one more day. And what I come to recognize is that it's not even a whole day. Usually I get to, get to about now, about 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh, man, can I? But no, I, and, I, and I've got to re- I've got to re-listen to a voice again. And oftentimes I've been at this long enough now that I'm disciplined enough to listen to my own voice. Yes, you can do this. You have it in you. It will work. Don't give up on yourself. Don't start. Don't stop believing. That's some double negative. That doesn't work. Don't quit believing on what you have started. One of my favorite statements that has now really come more true for me now than ever before in my life is this idea, if you give up today, what was going to happen tomorrow? Yeah, that has just gotten me through so much thick and gritty crap of, of so much of my life. If you give up today, what was going to happen tomorrow? That's always kept me into a position of saying, oh, I want to see what's going to happen tomorrow so I can't give up today. What was going to happen next? What was the next thing that was coming your way? Listen, the, the theme of my life right now is that you can do this. So I want to just tell you, you have what it takes. But start listening to the positive voices of your mind. Don't be ignorant to reality. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about being stupid and facetious or whatever. I'm talking about you've got to start listening to a voice of positivity, a voice of determination. And a lot of times those voices come from somewhere else. But they have to end up being your own voice. The most powerful voice in your life is your own. What you tell yourself will or tends to become what you believe and the basis thereof. So you've got to use all these other things to get you pointed in the right, right direction so that your voice is a voice that is trustworthy and truthful and honest and so that you can trust yourself and make the right decisions that you need to make to be able to advance where you need to advance. Oh man, this has been fun. A little longer than I thought it would be. Um, I hope you have hung out with me for the duration of this. But listen, I want to be an encouragement and a testament. And uh, uh, I want to be one of these voices in your life if I need to be. So don't ever hesitate to let me know how I can help, how I can encourage, how I can motivate you. Um, what I've come to recognize is that your success is my success. So if there's a way that I can help you become successful, don't ever hesitate to let me know how I can do that. I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I hope you have a great day, a great start to 2024. We'll talk soon. Have a great day.